Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Cheers. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you're rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm SJ. I'm AJ. And, and we, we the Connected, connected experience. experience. Hey, hey bro. What's the, what's the Connected Experience? Why are you always trying to beat me to that shit? Because. So you, you act like you don't like is. the answer, though. I don't, it's it's a lifestyle. Answer? The lifestyle. Our, our lifestyle. lifestyle. So, yeah, I know the answer. That's good, man. So, how you been? I've been all right. I've been all right. Getting ready for a birthday, man. We about to be older. Uh, I don't know when this go drop, so... It'll be after our birthday by the so, time. Yeah, we'll be we'll be thirty seven, man. Congratulations, yeah, congratulations man. Thirty seven. Yeah. Like I told my nigga yesterday, cause he turned thirty seven. I said, man, we made it, man. We still here. We ain't never fell out. You know what I'm saying? Just start making who, better. Kevin, you feel him? His shit was the other day. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't turn thirty seven. <laughs> oh, he's thirty six. Yeah, that, yeah that nigga definitely didn't turn thirty six. Yeah, yeah, I had hit him up on this shit too, though. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's my man's way. though. What's up? Nigga? He was the first nigga we knew with a PlayStation. I didn't know what the fuck a PlayStation I remember was. That. Yeah. I remember that because he was hella spoiled. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. You got a term? Uh, I actually do. My term is art, and uh, art is the class of objects subject to uh, criteria works of art collecting as paintings, drawings, or sculptures. And what's your term? Uh, images, a representation of the external form, a person or thing in art. So art and images go together because artists need images to paint, sculptor. I don't know nobody who do sculpturing, but they out there, but stuff like that, man. So yeah, that would actually be dope, man. We've yeah. had, if anybody is actually out there sculpting shit, man, hit us up, man. We want to know what that process is like. I need yeah. a fucking statue. You come in the crib, it's a statue on my face. You know what I'm saying? That's way too narcissistic. It's not narcissistic, it man. Is. Let I mean, king in my castle, my nigga. But let somebody else make a statue. Oh, because face. listen, bro, I want a statue. Yeah. So when I die, it's already there. I know it was there when I left. I ain't got to <laughs> leave it up. I paid for the shit, yo. Yeah. Tell so my want, daughter. But you just want them to leave it in your house. If somebody else make it, they'll put it in like town square or something like that. No, I'm saying carry it with you. You know? <laughs> Roll with my motherfucking head. Oh, shit. I could get the statue, right? Yeah. And when I get cremated, you could put the ashes in the statue like an urn. Like, yeah. I hope they, I, I bet you people start doing that, man. Yeah, that's, that's dope, though. I would, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that's dope. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So uh, who we got with us today, man? Well, we got an artist. Uh, his name is Sterling. He, um... You actually met him, so you can explain how this came about. Well, yeah, they was doing, a, I guess they was uh, what they call like a trap art show now. Uh, uh, I was up in Ipsy, and I just, I didn't know what the fuck was going on, because I don't beat her a lot. <laughs> shit. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. I see, like, like the lady walk through, like, with, like, a, a picture of, a, like, a Kanye cover, and I'm like, damn, that's dope, because I was in the middle of the store. Then I just started seeing all type of shit, so then I just seen, like, they was, like, setting up, and it looked like an art gallery, so I'm like, who painted this shit? And she was like, oh, that's him over there, so I just started talking to him like I do and chopping it up, and I admired his work, so I said, man, I'm going to have you on the Connected Experience so a lot more people can find out about your artwork and why you do this, so go ahead and introduce yourself, boss. Hey, what's up? My name's Sterling. My art name, I go by is that nigga up the street, five on his every dream so yeah man it went down just like that yeah we yeah. in the shop and spoke words and here we are so how did you get the name that nigga up the street like uh what, what what's your art name say that say, nah, that, say that again it's an acronym it's a t-n-u-t-s-f-h-e-d but it just break down to that nigga up the street following his every dream man you know it's just people always know me from around the wave it's just a face from where we was at hooping school whatever you know and people don't ever really speak to me 
you know. Right, right. But everybody see me from whatever. From different and that's shit. People know me. That's just oh, like oh, the nigga up the street. street. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I mean? So what street is you up from? Where you come from? What uh, my people's I stay on Six Mile and Evergreen. That's where I grew up. So yeah, on the west side. So what was growing up on the west side like at this time? How, what's your age Man. range? Me, I'm 27 right now. I do 27 uh, on Wednesday, actually. Oh, oh, so, oh, yeah. that's dope. That's dope. That's yeah. dope. Well, happy, happy early birthday. <laughs> you I know appreciate what I'm it. Yes. Yeah, growing up with just man, really just school, basketball, trying to keep my head in the books as much as possible. But uh, yeah, you know. So what? Uh, well, we spoke about it earlier off mic. So like, you played high school ball, college. How far did you go with the basketball? Uh, I went a little far in college. I went a uh, D3 with um, OCC Community College. That was cool, but. Yeah, that was like two years. Yeah. So, how, what position are you best at? Best at, man, I'd probably say a small four. Yeah. Power four, you know. Oh, I so got you can dribble. On me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, you know, I, mean, I ain't really got no moves, but, you know, you ain't really taking a rock from me. Yeah. I don't say that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, growing up on Six Mile, did you have siblings? Did you have cousins? Like, man, what I had was the older experience brother. like? Okay. I had an older brother. He was, uh, yeah, older. He's two years older than me now. But uh, he, for sure, was in the hooping thing, for real, for real. He went a D one at Alabama State. He played for them for like three years. Oh, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. What's his they name? Actually won. His name Jordan. Yeah, uh, got to be in the hooping with a name like Jordan, you unless you Michael Jordan. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he was deep into it. That was actually where my inspiration came from because I really wasn't, you know, in the uh, hoop thing as much as I was supposed to be. But it was just one of the things that really came natural to me. Yeah, right. So, you know, you so since he went D one. Did you feel pressure like, oh, I got to like, no. follow these footsteps or like <laughs> yeah. you always? Hell no. He was really, be, you know, he when we speak, he uh, he an older brother, you feel me? So his always words is always be better than me, you know what I mean? Always follow your own dream or really, you know, do what people pressure you to be into. And that was the one thing I always, you know, hold on to from him is like being myself, you yeah. know? Like everybody looked at me as being a hooper. I came from a little small school on uh, Joy Road in Greenfield called Detroit Urban. Yeah. That's where I grew up. And, uh... Yeah, you know, everybody was looking at me to be a hooper. But, you know, me, I'm like, I'm AAU and with, you know, uh, the family, you know, the Detroit family. Yeah, AAU yeah. with them when I was in middle school. And you feel me? You, you understand the competition really different from, you know, High elementary. School ball. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I really had to have a different type of focus. Yeah. What was the D1 experience like when you was witnessing it from your brother's point of view? Like, how much oh. of that experience did you share with him? Because D1 is big. Like, people don't understand how serious this shit really gets. So what was mm-hmm. your experience mm-hmm. like? Like, was you going to the games, or how was that for you? See, he went to Alabama State, you feel me? And I was still in high school. Yeah, oh, so, so yeah. I didn't really get a chance to, you know, yeah, witness yeah. it go down for real, for real. But uh, just from words he was speaking, I mean, it's just, you know, you got to be on point. No matter what, everybody watching, you know what I mean? Just, you know. And this is the crazy politics. Yeah, this is the crazy part, how you said, like, hooping with the family is different than hooping with, like, guys in your neighborhood and shit. And I just was saying that the other day. Like, I think people fail to realize, like, because uh, they, 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 they sitting on the couch watching a nigga at work when they he in the NBA. But everybody in the NBA at some point was the best at where they played at. And then they get to the exactly. NBA, and it's the best of the best. And then a nigga look weak or average. But I'm like, I guarantee you can't beat this nigga in three games right. or whatever. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Because yeah. yeah. even Dennis Rodman, like, niggas don't know. Like, Dennis Rodman got scoring championships mm-hmm. from college and right. everything and then getting the NBA and don't even care to shoot a shot. You but feel see, what I'm that's, saying? That's a different type of love people have for the game. You feel me? Because some people get that deep into it then they can't really swallow their ego. Yeah. You feel yeah. me? And they ain't really love for the game. That's most of love for yourself. yourself. Yeah. You feel me? But Because you know, we were saying that, like, if you a hooper, 
and you serious about it, you want to play professional basketball, not necessarily NBA, but you exactly. you, you go want exactly. if, if you really love that shit, you will mm-hmm. go overseas and play or you will play whatever. But the, the the way the world is set up and the way the structure is set up is they they fed you that the NBA is the only thing that exists mm-hmm. in your mind. So, but now the NBA turned into a European league. And if you would have been over playing overseas for three years, now you perfect for the NBA because exactly. it's, everything is, but some people, they man, they to do more scouting now. Yeah. Some people, man, if it ain't NBA at one point, they ain't want to play it. You don't mm-hmm. love the game, bro. You chasing exactly. the money. Exactly. And, I, and ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But, but even still, my father, I'm going to cut you off. But uh, even when you look at like Brandon Jennings, he was the first person to go overseas, right, 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 going to the college because they said you can't go to, straight to college no more. And well, that's literally was just real. talking about yeah, that, and that was real. Cousin, you no, no, that's all good. We talking. My cousin and Brandon Jennings went to the same uh, high school. My okay. cousin Alex Legion, he played for the family and shit. And Brandon Jennings told him straight up, "No, I play basketball to get paid. I'm going overseas first, then I'm going to the NBA, and then." And that's what he did. Mm-hmm. And then, like, some niggas, like, well, I'm going to follow the college path. And Which then, shows you time after time is not for you. Right. Like, the college, like, <coughs> excuse me, the college yeah. path is not for anybody because the truth is a college athlete is not getting the education. He Facts. not. He he. If you if you play basketball, you gotta you gotta live this shit. You're not going to class mm-hmm. for real. And then they got you in classes like swimming class, uh, PE one through six. Right. Like, come on, bro. So when they say they're not playing for free, they're getting an the education. No, you're not getting an education. Like, exactly. let's be because unless you go back. After, after you, right. exactly, but it's not NBA. too many people doing that. John Wall just did that, yeah. which is cool and dope. But yeah, but look I how mean, his NBA career turned out. You, exactly, you think he went back because he, he had yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah, he had the time. And like college is just um, like college athletes. I'm just not with them not getting paid because right. you putting in a full time job and then y'all making billions of dollars off mm-hmm. these kids and then y'all talking about they getting an the education which is a fifty, which is really a ten thousand dollar education, but they telling you how much it costs. Like, let's be real. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, they telling you that it's eighty thousand dollars or whatever, but it's really not that. But I just made the college a hundred million dollars. Uh, my right. man Zion, to, the, dog, to get in the game when they played North Carolina, the students was selling them tickets, bro, thirty five hundred dollars for uh, four thousand dollars. So, what is he making off of this? Nothing. Nothing. And you none know? of them students putting asses in the seats, but him and the team. Right. <laughs> you know exactly. And the they probably part. don't even get tickets to the game, like probably for their mom or some mm. shit. But she coming to see her baby, so she ain't go sell. I mean, her they shit. probably got some pulling around the campus now. How you know shit set up now, but even still, it's just the amount of money they bringing in. It don't yeah, compete. They, it, it don't compete. And yeah. they don't pay the NCAA. Don't pay no taxes because uh, them schools don't pay no taxes and all that. So you this is all tax free money. Who exactly. is this going to? Even just the industry <laughs> and all. Just even when uh, March Madness go down. Oh, just the man. amount of money that that generate, yeah. even yeah. through Vegas, whatever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's the same way. No, we ain't going to go that deep. But even still, it's just so much money to, that's yeah. in there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I feel, I feel that. I feel like, man, if you're an athlete for real, man, don't don't even let your parents talk you into going to college right. for it because the truth is you're not benefiting from that. Like, mm-hmm. if you go overseas for that year that they make you, because you got to be 19 or whatever. To, is it still 19 well, to go to the NBA? I supposed to change that, but go ahead. I don't know. It might, it might be 19. Yeah, you but might you, just have to put in a... Uh, a year in college. I don't know. But I'm saying, like, don't put the year in in college. Go somewhere where you go get paid for right. it, bro. That's but why they're trying still, to pump the G League not out. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. And that was but LeVar Ball. The yeah, yeah, not for real. But you would get that 10 day contract. That it right, right, You would right. get more money in the G League for a year than you will in college. That's facts. You, you know what I'm saying? You would do that's definitely. But even now, they got a lot of people coming back talking about they was getting paid under the table. It's it, like, man, they, they, they should. should. The, the, just, if they going to do it, if you're gonna make it mandatory, you gotta gotta go to college when you're really not even 
There's no reason for Zion to be in college. No, right. he's fully grown. Yeah, he yeah, knew yeah. he was doing one and done. That's why he went to Kentucky. <laughs> My fault. That's why he went to Duke. Yeah, Calipari, not Calipari. Now, uh, Coach K. Coach K already knew what was up. You feel me? Right. They already knew what was up. So. And he deserves some money, man. Exactly. You can't sit here and tell me an athlete of that stature don't deserve no money, man. Like, come right. on, man. They should just let the shoe deal go down in college. And, and, let and it then, go yeah, because then he could, he still could play. I mean, there's ways around it, but they just, they just too greedy. The the, yeah. the NCAA just too the greedy industry. that they just want the money. But uh, so you didn't follow that dream though. You followed another dream that's that, that the dream time, ain't pan out. <laughs> that's what it went. The dream ain't pan out. Yeah. But why would you say it didn't pan out though? Like, was your goal to go overseas or go to the NBA? Like at one point it was. I say that much. At one point it was, but uh. It just boiled down to being able to get a scholarship and going uh, out of state. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, man, if, I, if we ain't on scholarship out of state, I can't really commit to that. Right. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. That, what what you was your grades like? My grades, they was, they was average. I'll be honest. Yeah. They are average. Yeah. So do you think that played a part in not panning out? Uh, No, not so much. Because I got a lot of offers from like smaller schools too, like out in the sticks. Yeah. Like Tennessee. Yeah. Tennessee, uh, not university, but... um. It might have been community. I forget now. It was like five years ago. But, uh, like, you know, they was offering me to, you know, a, a ride out show around red shirt. But I'm like, man, red shirt, be on the team. Then you're not doing room and board. Now I got to get a job to pay for all of that. You know right. And saying? I can't like, commit to the actual exactly. becoming a better. Stay on schedule. Yeah. It's like you asking me to do a lot and to be so far away from all my help. You know yeah. what I mean? So that was one of the things that, you know, that just didn't pan out to me. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, you know, was brave enough. To make a, a jump like that, yeah. At that point in time in my life, it wasn't. Yeah, well, that's cool that you could say that. Like at that point in my time in life, I just wasn't ready to do that. Yeah. So when did you actually start drawing? Uh, that was uh the next year after that. I was at Eastern Michigan, and uh, I was at the crib with my homie, and we was like kind of in the same situation. You know what I mean? We had a two bedroom apartment. We ain't really had no furniture, nothing like that. We was just you know grinding out for the most part, and uh. School was school, stress was stress. And I was like, man, we just need to start trying to find some ways to get <laughs> yeah, money. Yeah. So he was like, man, you ain't drawing every day. Like, shit, you might as well just start selling your work. I started selling paints for $30, $40. Yeah. So you was all, but like, so you really literally just at the crib with nothing to do, just painting. Nothing to do, yeah, just like that. The first thing was, I was like, uh, I don't know, I always had like a um, strategy or a scheme to, you know, everything. So it's like, you know, people know me for my art, but don't nobody know that I, I actually sell it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was more so you got to get some type of buzz. So my homies, we somewhat, you know, people knew who we are. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't know who we are, you for sure seen us around. Yeah. Right, right, so like, right. All right. For sure. My whole thing first was just doing a collage of me and my homies' individual paintings of us and our different personalities. Yeah. And I put that out and people was like, damn, you know, that's sweet. That's That's dope. Like, for sure. And it was, boom, all right, for sure. I do commission. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then after that. Started doing like commission work for like thirty, forty dollars here and there, and uh, actually that's how I started paying my bills. Yeah, right. So it just so did you have a love for the, the art? Or oh, of like, course, of course. When, I grew up drawing. That's what I was about to say. So like, when was the first time you knew you was good? Even as a kid, mm. like, when did you look at something you did? Like, okay, this shit go. See, that's the thing about being an artist. You never really you your toughest critic. I don't know no artist that that wouldn't say that. Yeah. So. Even in my eyes, I don't feel like I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of homies that's better than me. Yeah. So I feel like I'm a far from good. But uh, when I thought I could uh, actually, you know, get something going from it, was probably at that moment, just being in the crib. And do you remember who you sold your first painting to? Oh, of course. Her name was uh, Leah. 
She went to Eastern Michigan. Shout out to her. It was a uh, Malcolm X picture. Yeah. That's dope. It was dope That's as dope. hell. It's Loki on my Instagram right now. You can go ahead and follow me. Yeah. At yeah. T-N-U-T-S-G-T-T-M. Yeah. And we gonna get that. Nah. Niggas like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> when he first told me that, like, when he sent it through to, to check your shit out, I, I texted him back like, yo, dog, what the... See, like, niggas man. always think that like that. And it's like, bro, that ain't really it. I need to put some periods in between the things or something. <laughs> because it just looked like a bunch of uh, letters that, like, it looked like it could be a mistake. Right. So I'm like, you sure, bro? He like, dog, I'm looking at this shit right now. <laughs> like, that <laughs> fucked me up. You know what I'm saying? But tell them that actually stand for something too. So. Right, 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 right. So meaning behind everything. Right, right, right. So you sell her to painting. It, it, it would take off immediately, like boom. You sell her the shit. Now, is motherfuckers um, beating the door down, or like is it a slow, steady, or is it? Is no, it was slow and steady for sure. I probably at that point in time was uh, giving away more art than I was uh, selling it, but um, it just took off a little bit, slowly by slowly. You know, they always say when you starting off doing something, the first spot to take over is the spot you in. So yeah. I was uh, really targeting uh, Eastern Michigan community a lot, but uh, it was a lot of people showing me love in there. So you you uh what would you rather? You rather the pencil, the paintbrush? What's your tool? What's your what tool? Uh, at this point in time, the paintbrush for sure. That's uh, off of uh, acrylic art, acrylic paint. Okay, so describe the difference. I know nothing about paint. Like it's just different type of uh, materials and what they call the mediums you can use. One I want to venture into is like oil. I know y'all probably heard of that. That's yeah. like when you're supposed to get like a real real detail. But it's a lot of stuff that uh again that uh you know I heard about oil that's supposed to be frustrating to me in regards to how I paint. But, you know, when that time comes to step into that. Okay, so it's acrylic, which you prefer is oil. And what's another? uh, Like like a watercolor. Yeah. Like, I don't really know all the terms and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I don't really go to school for it, but, you know, I know what I can do with it. It's talent. You just, it's just pure talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pure talent. So, like, when somebody commissioned you to do a painting, how how long do you get yourself? Like, what, what, I normally give it three weeks. Okay. That's 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 the 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 quickest I could do something, and also you know what I mean put my most into it. Granted, I got the time, but you know it always fluctuates, and I always appreciate my you know my customers for being, you know, uh, flexible with everything. But it's it's you know it's a process to everything. Yeah. Sometimes you can look at something and be like, man, all right, I mean need a month to have. Right. And right. You get to working on it. It's be one session. You start on it. Start. And you might knock it out, start to finish, like six, seven hours. Yeah. Just nonstop, going off of like that. Yeah. And, you know, so you have a little extra time to tweak on it, you know what yeah. I mean? Perfect it. Other times, just, you know, I might have to chip away at it every 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Yeah. You know, just for the like, best results. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So, right. like, do you go to museums and check out other art for inspiration? Like, uh, like I know some music artists use music or artists that they like for inspiration. Like, anytime a nigga who rap, who fuck with Jig anytime he drop or anything and mm-hmm. be like, I gotta get back in the lab, he's still coming. Do you just go look at some of that old art and wonder like, damn, like this really sold for twenty million and just kind of check it out and see like not what people would like, but like try to figure out like what space was that person in at that time. Cause I always wonder that like shit that we love, I always wonder like what space was this person in to even think to do this, right? So uh example I give you, right? People like love the automobile, right? Mm-hmm. And of course, I believe it came out of frustration having to get somewhere and horses just not fast enough. Right. But what space of frustration was a nigga in to <laughs> really sit down and say, I'm going to create something that's go A, get us there quicker, but B, it's going to last forever. Because unless it's a natural disaster, some of this art 
been here longer than everybody on earth go be here. Mm-hmm. Like the 16th chapel and uh, that 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 fake picture of Jesus they got going around. You know what I'm saying? Right. Somebody somebody painted that. And then we can say whatever we want to call it today, and a nigga will run with it. Right, you feel right, what I'm saying? Right, right. So, like, what kind of space you be in when you go do, or do you go check places out and just look at art? Well, uh, the answer to mine is that's no. I don't really, you know, I mean, go to museums and stuff like that and check out the art. But um, it was one I forget the dude's name. Um, he was a black artist. He was at the he had his work at the uh, D the DIA. Yeah, and um, it was one. Real famous painting he got was like a black dude with some Tams on a horse. I don't know if y'all seen or not. Background was like real uh, floral and it was cold, but I went to go see his. But for the most part, um, I don't really get motivation off of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I appreciate everything everybody else do, but that's in their own space and I try my best to be my own person. So I don't really try to relate to people on where they get their inspiration from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mine's just more so it hit me when it hit me. Sometimes I'll be having things where it's like, man, I can't pick up the paintbrush. Even if, you know what I mean, my life right. depended on it. You know what I'm saying? It's just like the inspiration out there. I'm going to probably put some BS on there. I'm going to waste the canvas. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Right. Some other people could do that and push through it. You know what I'm saying? Mine is like, no, I'd rather just do it when I got the the whole full, you know what I mean, the feeling of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because that's when my best work come out. Right. See, so, like, even with me, like, we record on Sunday. So Saturday night, uh, at a certain time, like, I got a cutoff point where I even listen to interviews or watch mm-hmm. interviews. I don't even want to, you know what I'm saying? And I had noticed that, like, I can't be listening to no interviews, getting ready to go be on a podcast because right. I, they line a question and be they type of questions and shit like mm-hmm. that'll be in my head, and I won't even the 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 audience might not know that, but you know what I'm saying. Right. So at probably like ten thirty, eleven o'clock. Well, if I ain't at work. I won't even listen to none that that whole day. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if I'm at work, then I get myself, like, after midnight, I know for sure I'm not listening to no uh, interviews. I'm not watching nothing. I'm not doing none of that. That's actually late. I, I, at at 3.30, like, that's my cutoff 3.30 p.m.? 3.30 p.m. That's my but cutoff point. At 3.30 p.m., I'm just starting my day. Yeah, that's work, what I'm though, saying. You know no, what I'm saying? My 12 o'clock is your 3.30 p.m. Right. Yeah, so, okay. But I, I don't, I just don't even fuck with that shit. And then I pick it right back up when I leave. Like, Sunday through Wednesday, that's all I do is listen to shit. But I, I listen to a lot of shit to make sure I don't sound like that shit. Right. And like that, because everything we doing is art. Like, you're just a visual artist. So when you saying stuff about your inspiration, like, you might walk outside and look up and the sun hit you a different way. And you're like, I got to go mm-hmm. grab exactly. the brush. Exactly. But then it might be like, same sunny day. You might be like, I ain't fucking with it. Then mm-hmm. it started raining and you like... I feel it. Like, cause I used to could draw. Like, I was good. I could really, I probably still can if I sit down Facts. and put my, and like, and put my, my hands be shaking a little bit now though. But, mm. bro, didn't I? I, I, used to, I really used to could draw. And then one day, my homeboy, Fred, uh, Fred, Fred Coffee. Fred Coffee, but Fred Coffee Ali, he, he Ali now. Yeah. But, he this big ass. He he looked like he'd be a bodyguard, but he, we was in high school and he played football. And we had this racist ass uh, art teacher, Miss White. So you one thought Miss White was racist, bro. Miss White was racist, bro. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. I didn't think so. Yeah, yeah. I actually major she bitch. Liked, yeah, yeah, like me. Yeah, she was a major bitch. But <laughs> yeah. so me and Fred had the class together, and we were sitting there, and dog, he could draw his ass off. But I never seen somebody that looked mm. so big like this nigga was a giant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he was like, bro, all you got to do is put your mind to it. And he showed me about shading and all that different yeah. shit then I just started drawing shit so the day I met my I'm married now you know what I'm saying but the day I met my wife was she was in uh we went to high school together the day I met her 
I drew this picture, you know what I'm saying, of a bird, and I gave it to him so he could turn it in as his work, and I found that shit, and it's laminated and everything. We got kid, we got a daughter and shit now, so I took that picture, and I gave that picture to my daughter, and it's in her room, but that's the, I drew that picture the day I met my wife. Why you draw the, why you draw the picture for him? We had that shit too, and like it yeah. had to be a specific way, and I couldn't get the, he couldn't the get shade. the shade. Oh, okay, right. okay, 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 I, okay. I thought for, you thought you said you drew it for my man that was doing the other No, 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 no he okay, showed okay. me he how to draw. The shade. Okay, like he showed me how to shade and all of that. And that uh-huh. I just remember that day is the day I met my wife. Yeah, I couldn't get that. And shit. He couldn't right. get that shit. So I drew the shit. Yeah, I drew the shit. You shaded the shit. I drew the shit. Well, yeah. What y'all saying? It, 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 His yeah. name on it. And he got an A for the shit. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? But I got that shit. Yeah, so I, used I to, drew it, nigga. Since the A. But we know I drew George Jetson though. Yeah, you did. I, I was having problems with faces too. You feel what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that's why I said she was a good teacher to me. She just she just was cut and dry, bro. You know, some niggas take shit like it's only niggas in the class. She go <laughs> she go feel a certain way. She got to keep telling motherfuckers to sit down and shit. She up here teaching niggas how to draw and shit. But yeah, it's just. When I look at certain shit like art and shit, I be like, yo, son, niggas is like wow talented. Cause yeah. I can't draw a stick figure or not. They let us, you feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But my daughter like took take to art like so ridiculous. And that's all she wanted. We get her sketchbooks and can bought her a, and a thousand markers for her birthday. Markers you know and she just bought the thing. color pencils. You feel what I'm saying? You Mechanical get kids pencils. Into stuff young, man. Yeah. I promise you. Even if they don't carry out through it, it's still gonna be there to fall back. Cause that's the thing about art. It don't really matter. How good or bad you in it? If you can find your own style and yeah, just take control it's of that, yeah, exactly yeah, from yeah, this yeah. perspective, it's a dude that's on uh, Instagram who I always show. I forget what homie name, but uh, I think he out of Atlanta. But uh, his style, like real, like cartoon coloring book, like yeah, you feel me? It's real raw, but he take to it so much, and he's so cold, and he owned his own style that he do like album covers for people popping out of uh, Atlanta. You feel me? So yeah. it's like. You feel me? Just stick with it. Yeah. Stick have with have it you ever going. did any album covers or anything for anybody? Uh, I have done an album cover for a homie out of Missouri, but uh, damn, I can't forget. I, mean, I can't remember homie name, but uh, yeah, that shit was sweet as fuck too. I dropped that on uh, my Instagram today. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I did that like a year ago, but yeah, that one was real smooth. Now you actually was rolling with paintings that you painted, and you do something dope. Like you would sell it. On layaway, but if you get a buyer who want it right then, you'll actually get the other person their money back. Right. Yeah. Right. So talk about that. So like, what made you so start doing like that? That's like a um. It's just you feel me. Uh, I'm I'm free. I'm freelance. You feel me? Yeah. So it's I gotta get it where I can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you support it, I appreciate that to the fullest. So I allow that layaway to be there, that option. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you know you understand the grind. I hope you understand the grind. <laughs> right. To the point that somebody pop up, they could pay for it in full, or even stuff they could pay more for it than what we originally agreed upon. Then we gotta let it go. And then yeah. of course, you know, you get your money back. I ain't gonna hold on to the way. but yeah. even still, it's just you know, right, right. It's a, it's supposed to be. I look at it as a mutual respect between uh, client and you, you know, service because that's right. what I am. You right. know, I'm providing a service of just visual art. Right. So you know, that's that's kind of how that go. So what's like the best painting you think you've done so far? More mm. painting, drawing, you know, whatever. You I don't think. really have a best. I'll say that much because it's a lot of stuff that um, I like and I uh, kind of lean towards more than others. But um, a favorite was one that I uh, I think about this one all the time. It's one that I let go at Trap Art. He started smiling when he thought about it. Like, yeah, it was so cold. Yeah, talk about this painting, um, man, because like that shit lit his face up, man. Because man, it was um, it was a painting I did at my crib 
uh, about two, three years ago. And I don't know where the really vision came from because normally I, I get like a lot of stuff off for uh, Tumblr back when Tumblr was popping. And uh, Instagram, it'd be like a certain picture that catch me like, damn, I don't know what that is, but that picture caught my eye. So I put that in the archives and sometimes when I'm looking for inspiration, I just know I need to get back to the canvas. I dig it up. Yeah. So it was two pictures of two females and I was like, man, I don't know which ones I should do. So I said, fuck it. I put them both on top of each other and started painting it. But, um... The bitches was on top of each other. That's the how you pictured it. No, <laughs> like they over. They was overlapping. They was overlapping. They was overlapping. The concept of the picture was supposed to be it's hard. To, it's uh hard to focus when it's two in the picture. You yeah. feel me? So sometimes you got to separate, or sometimes you just gotta, you know, thug it out and focus up. But that picture gave me so much trouble. I don't know what it was. It was just the overlapping and the shading and trying to still distinguish distinguish the two, but in the picture so people could get it. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I saw that at Trap Art like two two years ago. Do you think the person who bought it got it? Like got, um, got the message behind it? I don't know if she got my message behind it, but from how enthused she was to purchase it from me, I felt like she might have had her own. Yeah, so that's yeah. just as important and just as special to me. Yeah. If mm. you can formulate something that's different, but it still touch you in a different way. You know yeah. what I mean? It ain't always got to be my perspective. I just want it to be yours that, you know. That enlighten you in a different way, so that's cool. Right, and you keep saying trap art, trap art. Both of y'all were saying that. What is trap art? What is this? What uh, is trap art. That's a um, like a, I, I guess they a um mobile um art showcase. I guess you could call it. But um, they 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 do like a lap around the city once a year or so. Okay, and by trap is just the uh the type of painting. So you know anything that, that they would distinguish as trap. So correct, that's so, so broad now though. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. I might draw niggas at the spot in the kitchen counting money. That'll be trap art. You feel right. what I'm saying? Certain album covers they consider okay, okay. that. Like, yeah. So it's like a genre. They just took the trap and ran with it. Yeah. Thank you, Ti. Right, T. You right. Feel right. What I'm <laughs> they just took that shit like trap karaoke. You know, yeah, 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 it's the yeah. same thing, but just an art show. But they, it's 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 more of a party vibe, not a. Now, have you had your own art show where like just you in a gallery? Um, just go no, and put it on the wall. No, I ain't had that yet. I'm I'm slowly looking into that. It's still, uh, um, I feel like I'm not ready for that yet. Okay. As as much as I hate to say that. No, you're just like being I'm, honest, man. No, like, it's for sure being honest, but still, it's like, man, you feel you know when you've been honest with yourself for too long, it's like, bro, you got to buckle down, make a decision. But it's like uh, trying to get that thing right because I want to do that in a, in a very very particular way. Okay. You know, so maybe I we can mean, discuss it off air, man. Maybe we can oh, help you sure. with that because we got it like uh my tattoo the dude who did this tattoo on my hand, uh Dr. Phil, he an artist and he uh he drew me some stuff. He I got I got a picture from him, but I just like I'm a fan of art, period. So like I like to put like I like to see creatives create, you know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. I'm definitely gonna get something from you. I'm trying to actually think if I wanna like let you just go free will and do some shit, or if I want something specific. But when he told me about you, I'm like, okay, that's the next black artist I'm gonna buy something from. Like, but I just gotta, I, I, I got a vision in my head of what I want. You know what I'm saying? I actually mm. got, I ain't gonna say I tell you what I want off the air. You know what for I'm sure, saying? But I sure. got, I got a vision of it. But I, it gotta be so dope. Like, I just want to tell the artist what I want, but I don't want to direct the artist. I just so somewhere it, put this in there. So it's your okay, vision right, like right, that right. boomerang uh, marketing plan. 
with Lady Eloise. <laughs> what is that? Is that your vision? No, no. Have you seen Boomerang? You ain't get the joke. What? What? Is, yeah, what yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. You slowing me down, my nigga. Like, yeah, come on, yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know what I'm gonna get from you. I ain't forget. You feel what I'm saying? But that's the first thing I say. I say I I I, I, put, I put up the picture, of Millie. Can you do this? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, I can do that shit. So you feel what I'm saying? Then I got other people who want to. Plus. The best way do you get work from other people is after you do something for somebody and other people see it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Referrals, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Referrals come in handy a lot. Um, and that's just word of mouth for people. Just you know, like I said before, having a mutual respect because you know when I do something, I put my name on it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I don't ever want to, you know, displease or even you know, uh, unsatisfy. You yeah. feel me? So I always want my work to carry on and on and on. Yeah. So when you do something that's a uh, custom, do you show people like a step by step to make sure like you going in the right direction? Um, it depends. Cause honestly, I, I man, I hate when there's no direction yeah. up front simply because some clients can be very particular. Yeah. You feel me? To where it's like, okay, you might say do your thing, then when I do my thing, it's oh no, I came with something completely different. You know what I'm saying? It's, and that's cool, cause Right, that's what I was saying. Like I just won't what I want, I just want this in there somewhere. But no, I want no, the art. no, 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 no. But no. that's what I'm saying. But like, a true artist, you got to let be an artist. Like, right. you, exactly. You, 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 exactly. If a person is an artist, you got to let them be an artist. I know you might want this picture in there somewhere, but mm-hmm. they might see that picture and it might be a mural. So they might turn it into like, okay, let me use this picture and then just take it a whole different way. But that picture is in there, and that's that's what I'm looking for with for with, sure. with, the, with my next art purchase. Like, just make sure that these this is in there somewhere. However you put it in there though, be an artist and do it. And I want oh, you, sure, I want sure. the free reign to be an artist, you know what I'm saying? Cuz I I think it's dope when people draw like all these Nipsey murals popping up. Like I think that's dope as Man, hell, you know what that, I'm saying? That's like beautiful. Like hell yeah, like it's a, that could go so many different It's going to be pictures of Nipsey in people's house like Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like he just replaced the or modern day Jesus. Or right, Malcolm he, he, just, yeah. he the new generation Tupac for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like the the way that hit everybody, that that's crazy. Cuz like the People who follow the music and follow the, you know, who he was, you know, they already got it. But I feel like I wasn't ready for it, and I for damn sure feel like he he ain't think it was gonna be like that. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like you can't even plan in, that in a Staples Center. Yeah, you couldn't like, even plan that. Out. That that was that was ridiculous. Now being an artist, do you have a favorite artist that who you just love? They work like uh, for sure. It's two people. Yeah. Um, number one is for sure gonna be my my brother Valdez. He for sure doing his thing in the city. He he. He got a, uh, a a blueprint that's working for him real, real right now. Yeah. And I'm just trying to, you know, take notes from what he's doing because he moving. He, yeah. he, moving for, yeah. he moving for sure. And then another person going to be uh, for sure, uh, Paper Frank. He out yeah. of Atlanta. Yeah. He did the uh, the one album from uh, the future cover with the world and the lane cups and the pill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did that one. Actually, he 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 been doing stuff for a while now, though. But he... he he, both of them two people, the people I feel like I always try to catch up to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's the people who I always see ahead. That's like, okay, for sure, that's that's the pace we got to be at. Yeah. That's the pace I want to be at. Yeah, okay. Now, you actually the second artist we had on the show. We had went to California about a year and a half ago, about a uh, year and a half ago. And uh, we actually got to interview Risky Forever. And he the dude who did uh, all the uh, drawing for Death Row, not the actual logo. Yeah. But he did the... Uh, 
He did the Machiavelli cover. He did. Dad. You told me about that. Yeah, he I did Dad's that. cover. He did Nate Dog covers. That's actually the episode I sent to you. Yeah, yeah, like, and he was just like a, just a dope ass street artist. He, and he he said he actually told us like he knew he was gonna work for Death Row because he, all he would draw pictures of Tupac and shit and mm-hmm. get them around the people who we know could put them in position. Boom, he did the motherfucking uh, Machiavelli cover. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like. Artists like that, like, do you got a vision in your hair or where you want to take it as being an artist? Like, um, it's yes and no. It's yes and no. Because I, I, I'm perfectly fine with um, letting my art, my art be in a nice, tight niche community. You familiar to where yeah. they don't really spread out too much, but, you know, people who do get a chance to get a hold of it appreciate it for what I would want them to. And then at the same time, it's a part of me that, that, want to be able to perform a platform to, you know, other people branch out. So my overall goal is to own an art gallery, yeah. you know, and just be able to, one, showcase my art whenever at my leisure, right. or to be able to form, uh, provide a platform for other people to come up, whether it be art or, you know, they do um, fashion shows and a lot of art galleries now, or even just, you know, music shows, whatever. You know, whatever. everybody yeah, knows some, somebody doing art in yeah, a different form way. Of art, yeah. Exactly, so... So where would the for your art gallery where, where would the ideal location be? Now the ideal location, of course, is going to be uh, downtown Detroit. But at this point in time, you know it, that's still, you know, future steps. So I feel yeah. like uh, I don't want to start there though. You know. So you wanted to grow into exactly. having to be downtown. Exactly. Detroit. So where I can hey. have some trial and error behind me to yeah. be able to, you know, do that the right way. Yeah, and I can appreciate that because some people want to jump right in the ocean. My nigga, you got to learn how to swim in the pool first. Right. Cause them waves... First, you got to feel comfortable in the pool. That's <laughs> yeah. what people don't be understanding. I feel like a lot of people just feel like, okay, when I'm ready to dive in, that's where I start my trial and error. I feel like you got to, you, man, get your trunks wet. You feel me? Put yeah. your toes in. You know what I mean? Sit on the ledge a little bit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Watch some other people see what they doing. Yeah. And then maneuver that way. That's for like... Everything. Exactly. That's <laughs> one of the biggest benefits. I feel like just even growing up with an older brother, I was able to see certain stuff go down. It was like, okay, but... That's my maneuver. It's a pothole up there, bet. Right. This nigga got an older brother. Yeah. This guy right here. Yeah. Because he the baby. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm we usually in child. the car together, though, so we both hit them potholes you at the same time. Like that, like that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah but you got in some trouble, and I look yeah. back like, yeah, I should have learned from that shit. No, I should have learned from the first time I got in trouble because that nigga said you did that shit, and I just had the knife. You feel what I'm saying? But even still, it, feel, it always feels better I, I, to go through it with somebody yeah, else. You feel me? And I'm about to go lie, bro. Up until like two years ago, you I ain't... always thought he was lying. No, man. nigga, he wasn't lying. I told you he wasn't no, lying, no, though. I, I told you he wasn't two lying. Two years nigga, ago, no, nigga. no, bro, you knew. All the way up until two years so ago. So what ended up happening was, shit, man, uh, when we was younger, my granddad had, uh, he gave us these knives, these pocket knives, because we used to, uh, we grew up on like a fucking plantation, like a garden <laughs> and shit, you know what I'm saying? I love that shit, though. But he had gave us some pocket knives, and them bitches was hella sharp. You know what mm. I'm saying? So we walk into school. We got our pocket knives with us. And one day, a person just rubbed me the wrong way, and I I, I put my knife to his <laughs> neck. You know what I'm saying? Pulled your blade out. You were having a Yeah, but we was like in what fourth grade, fifth, fifth grade. grade. Yeah, yeah. I, I had I had put the knife to doggy neck. You know what I'm saying? Not thinking that he was go tail. No, came back to school. Yeah, came back to school the next day. Yes, came back to school the next day. Still had my knife on me. Oh. There we, and you know <laughs> the, the rest is history. That was the beginning of what? Do, what do you mean? You thought he was a go tell? I, I didn't know. I'm saying I didn't think. Period. I did mm. not think about the the actual thought of him telling. I, I just it just no, it didn't cross. Yeah, we yeah. You know what I'm saying. So boom, 
They came and checked us. We had knives, you know. Bro kept it solid, though. Yeah, I'm just it, saying, it, though, yeah, I, why, I don't even though. understand why you, you would do that. You <laughs> yeah. could beat that guy without a knife. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. I was just on uh, being a menace. <laughs> I got, got a knife, you know what I'm saying? Fuck it. He tried to make sure yeah. there was no trouble moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nigga go, no. Yeah, so he definitely told, uh, I ain't going to say no names of that guy because I heard that he's a uh, state police officer. Yeah, he looking for you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so if the state get behind me, you know it might have to be a dump out, bro. If dog pull me over because he ain't gonna let that. That's probably the reason he the police, bro. Yeah, that's and, how and, I really yeah. Yeah. you you get, you get for sure get some cool cops too. That just really yeah, make yeah. a difference. So yeah. talk about putting your pain into your art, like on uh, when you mm. get uh, when you got to channel your pain and put it into art. Mm. Sometimes life just be a lot, man. And that's the crazy thing about about art and painting, because as y'all know, sometimes even when you look at that to be your outlet, sometimes that become more frustrating. Yeah. You feel me? Then it's like, man, oh, shit, I just got to walk away. Because, you know, sometimes I started paying off. You know, I had a whole outline of what it's supposed to be. I step in like I'm about to just kill the booth. You feel me? Yeah. And then I start putting paint to the canvas, and then it don't always pan out. You feel me? And it's like, damn, that's supposed to be the outlet. What I do next? And then it sometimes just be that day, you know? That's the day it just don't get off. Yeah. But then other days it's... Yeah, it's just you like a, it's, it's like, like a basketball game. I just exactly. got to get off at once to make sure I can do it again. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> you know exactly. So if people wanted to get custom paintings for you, man, go ahead and give them your information where they could uh, reach out to you and stuff like that. Oh, for sure. So, uh, hit me up on Instagram, direct message at T-N-U-T-S-G-T-T-M. Right, and we're going to put that in the description, for of course. Sure. Or, the, or the email. Okay, the email what's your email? My T N U T S F H E D. At what? That's Gmail. Okay, at Gmail. Say that again. Yeah, just run that back. Run that back. That's the, the that nigga up the street following his every dream. Yeah. Okay. There you yeah, go. Break it down. Gmail. There you yeah. go. Yeah, y'all use that. That's mo thinking. Do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's dope, man. <laughs> and then you actually do got a price list because when people come to you, they don't mm-hmm. know. Usually, they don't know what size of canvas right. and stuff and that, is. And like, talk about how that price list actually help people understand what they getting. Uh, the priceless, um, it varies. You know, it depends on w- w- what the particular person wants. Because sometimes you feel me, somebody say, "Okay, I want this size canvas," and that's really what the priceless is based off of initially. Right, is the canvas size. Okay, and then depending on what's going on in the canvas, it can go up or it can go down. Right, you know what I'm saying. Some people say, "I want this size canvas," that'll be like you know 150, but then they want a family. Reunion picture with twenty four people on. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm saying? They're yeah. like, man, okay, you that that's for sure about to be some more. You know right, I mean? right, like you want to see everybody face. Yeah, right? Exactly. You know, so yeah. it, it can go that way. Some other times, like I just want these two people on it, and it's not really too much detail, but that picture might be real sentimental to them. Yeah, right. me, so, okay, for sure. Then we can adjust it going down a little bit. But now, I mean, now who determines the price of art after the artist is? has died because like you see like Basquiat his paintings just like people start mentioning them so them shits like just shot up in price and mm-hmm. like who determines that what who, what person is coming saying yo that's a million dollar painting like that's like a, you, that's an official question you asking me yeah yeah like do, no do you know how that works like um, I, I, I'm sure I never somebody, understood that yeah I'm sure it's some uh, type of art council that that probably determines okay. that depending yeah. on uh, who the person are what they meant to the culture and uh you know the significance they uh they 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 did with their life or whatever with their artwork. So I'm sure that 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 plays a lot of part into it. I'm not sure 
Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I always certain. wondered that. Like, yeah. what, who the fuck? Like, you don't just become Picasso, just like, you know <laughs> right? What I mean? Yeah, like, or that. like, like, so right now, if a uh, motherfucking jigger buy a painting of yours, like, mm-hmm. of course your price go go up, but you really might have only sold that to him exactly. for what you charge. Exactly. Like, like it wasn't like okay, he buying his painting, so I'm about to throw the whoop on it. It's just like this is what it costs, and now after that, everybody else mm-hmm. just probably automatically assume that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's what I was gonna say. I think maybe people. Okay, so say uh, Jay bought one of his paintings. People may assume Jay must have paid at least fifty grand for this. So the next person who go come go say, I got fifty grand. For a painting of this size and shit, mm-hmm. and you gonna be okay. like, because yeah, all right, well, I charge fifty yeah. grand, <laughs> and that's the that's the power one of perspective because that's essentially who who gonna determine what the value of it is. It's yeah. You, your perspective, but at the same time, that's the uh, uh, beauty of you know the power of numbers and, and you know what I mean the, popularity exactly because yeah. the same way what back in ninety what six ninety two Jordans was one hundred and ten dollars yeah but not everybody buying them now they. Two fifty, you feel me? Exactly, yeah. and that's just off the popularity of it. That's yeah. what the jigging, you yeah. know what I mean. But at the same time, somebody might want to buy some Converse that somebody wore. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean for whatever value. Yeah. And at yeah. the same time, they you can buy the same ones at DSW. <laughs> right, right. So man, we appreciate you coming out, bro. Like as soon as I seen the artwork, I said you gotta come talk about this, man. And we both plan on getting paintings from you. Uh, my man right here, y'all go talk off air. He he wanna uh, see if you could do a, a painting for him. So we appreciate you, man. Uh, we told the people how we can get in contact with you. How can they get in contact with us? If they wanna get in contact with us, they can email us at pr at tcoh dot org. That's pr at tcoh dot org. But what if they wanted to hit you on like the uh, what's what's their social on the social Instagram and Twitter at tcepod. That's at tce pod and i do have a trivia question you mentioned the risky forever uh episode so you need to go back to that episode and if you can answer what did risky forever say he put as his name in the tupac all eyes on me cover when he found out how much he was getting paid for the for the artwork (laughs) if you know that answer and hit me with the timestamp, we got a special uh prize for you so you go email pr at tcohh.org you go tell us the timestamp, and you go tell us the answer and we'll let you know if you got it right we'll send you a reply and get your address and stuff and we'll send something out to you but uh we appreciate y'all for listening and once again i'm sj i'm aj i want for my brother what what i want for myself